Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Welcome to Patch 9.2.7. Season 4 is here. I'm Slide Whistle. I am Immunization. And I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. And Slide Whistle, I don't mean to be a stick in the mud, but Steve did say that this was different from Patch 9.2.7. Uh, he said Season 4 is an independent patch. What does Steve know? I predicted time travel. I predict 927 soon. (laughs) Wait, so this isn't 9.2.7? Apparently it's not. When pressed, he was like, 9.2.7 is going to have the auction house changes. And that was like all he could pull out. So maybe there's other stuff or maybe people are real excited for the auction house. Oh, wait, that's not in yet? I thought that was in once. Fuck. I mean, I I do not know. I don't. I do not ride the auction house much, except for the occasional times where I go and do mount and look for penny stocks. But according to Stefan, uh, it is not in yet. Well, regardless, we have enough about actual season four being released this week to talk about. I just want to jump right into it because, like, just yesterday and the day before that, we spent a lot of time traveling back to. Castle Nathria, the Casino Nathria itself, for our first faded raid of the season. So, what, what do you guys, what do you boys think? Well, may I say, it's real good to be back to like the muscle memory of doing specific bosses, especially on normal where they're much more forgiving. Ooh, it's like I never left. And I also just want to say, it's kind of weird that I feel this nostalgic being at a place that was like a raid within this expansion. It wasn't yeah, really that, that, that was, long ago. That was hardly two years ago, if even. I think it just really shows how great Castle Nathria is as a raid. We were standing around in the Bargast Come room, and we were just listening to the explanation of Huntsman, whatever his name is. And I'm just sitting there on this gray pavement looking around and I'm like, why does this feel so right? (laughs) Uh, Immediately, five of us were all like, yeah, we just kind of feel at home here. (laughs) Of all the boss arenas for you to get really warm and nostalgic with that literal like pit, (laughs) you you it's in like a dog fighting arena. I guess thinking about it, when we first progged Heroic Huntsman, it took us a long time because our we had the trap stuff and people kept dotting things. So we stood in that room a while. We stand in a lot of raid rooms for a lot of time, but none quite look like that one, right? It's just a dog prison. <laughs> as far as I know Immune did say, what did we feel of the faded mechanics? I must say... Uh, it would have been too much for them to have created to create a different mechanic for each fight, but I had overhyped myself into thinking that's what was coming. So I was like, oh yeah, new twists and turns for each fight. No, there's like four different things that are fairly easily managed, at least in normal, what I was doing. Yeah, I feel like they aren't even really that big of a deal. Some of them are actually helpful for the fights. I feel like a lot of them are kind of helpful. I mean, aren't the the vast majority of them helpful? I know that's like you have to kill a thing, so you have to distract yourself, but it feels like it always gives you like plus 40 intellect or something like that. It's just like huge buffs for minor inconveniences. Yeah, and they did a good job of pairing them with certain fights where that particular, like, buff was helpful as well. Like, on Nerva, it was the one where healers have to dispel it off of people, and then once dispelled, then it, like, launches these things that create three circles on the ground that, like, the raid has to soak, and if you soak it, then you get, like, a speed boost. So, like, on Nerva, when that's just helpful for, like, if you're the one that has to, like, move or move, reposition yourself to put the line through the orbs. Yeah, okay, so so we started on normal, because uh, if you do normal, finish normal, all faded raids, you get the Slime Kitty mount, Which not I must LFR. say, <laughs> I must say, and I don't even want to be controversial with the LFR business, my only controversy is, I and the rest of the internet thought it was a big, squishy kitten, it's a very ugly jelly bone cat, like, I'll get, I'll get it, but I'll, I won't be happy about it. I think people, like, created this echo chamber where everyone is like, yes, it's going to be 
an enlarged version of the one what Bigglesworth the, the slime pet. cat. Yeah, yeah, Jiggle, Jigglesworth Senior, I believe they called it. Yeah, I think everyone just gaslit themselves into. I mean, I thought it was going to be that too, so I'm, I gaslit myself into thinking that was going to be the mount. <laughs> yeah, so like while I was like kind of disappointed that it wasn't that. And also, I, I swear, Wowhead, like, as their thumbnails, actually just showed a picture of Bigglesworth Sr., so I think that's what also perpetuated it, because, you know, they are the worst at that, putting thumbnails <laughs> that are, like, inaccurate. I was about to say, if it's not Jigglesworth Sr., it's an empty picture of a chair in an office space. Yeah, it's always pretty bad, but um, back to the back to the Faded Raid, so... So we cleared normal. We didn't really have that many hiccups with it, right? Did we, we, like, struggled a little bit halfway through the first night? We, Sludge Fist was the only thing, no, I'm sorry, Sludge Fist and Council of Blood were the only ones that we had troubles, and by have troubles, I just meant we had to do it a second time. Most everything was a one-shot. They were, yeah, and they, they were just, like, weird things. Like, it wasn't even our fault that we wiped on Council. The order that we did it in was bugged. And a lot of people were complaining about that as well, that, like, if you killed Frida last like we normally do, like, her one ability was just one-shotting the entire raid. Yeah, but other than that, it was smooth sailing. Um, I feel like I... So, like, I did Castle Nathria as a Feral Druid, and now I did it on my Elemental Shaman, my severely undergeared Elemental Shaman, <laughs> to scoop up some 278 pieces. Which, by the way, wasn't the worst. Nuss brought a, a 235 counter. And I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing, old, bud? Wait, Old Blazer was only 235? I feel like I yeah. used to always see that guy. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing with them, but um, he got some gear on him. So it was it was really weird doing Nathria mechanics as range. Because I'm just like, I, I don't know where to fucking stand. Like, I'm used to standing like in melee. Um, and even as range, I, I feel like I didn't really notice the faded mechanics that much. Like, yeah, there was an occasional circle to soak on normal at the very least. And then the next day we did a heroic and then we started to notice them more because for the first time in heroic, we failed to do uh, one of the circle soaks and we all like died immediately. Mm -hmm. Also on heroic, there were two dispels that needed to go off and then a total of six circles that needed to be soaked. So I think that confused us a little bit as well. Mm, I did not know because my, as anyone who was there knows, my computer absolutely shat the bed. So I left at the beginning of Heroic, but the faded mechanics actually upped themselves. There were Heroic versions of those. That's the only one I noticed it on. Um, I'm sure the other ones did something different as well if that one did. But yeah. I never even notice any other mechanic other than the circle soak. Like, I know there's, like, ads, well, but they, yeah, they die half, so half, fast. Half of them are, like, a thing will spawn. And either you kill it, and its death gives you a thing, or there's the one where when you kill it, it multiplies, like a Majora's Mask boss, and then killing those gives you a thing. But it's a lot of just violence. Yeah, and so basically, like, my only gripe with this is that they effectively take the one that you just described, Aaron, where it creates like a million little ads, and they added that to like single target fights. And I'm like, yo, guys, we don't need to make every single fight in Casino Nathria an AoE fight. Like single target as a BM hunter was like kind of my like niche in the hunters. I mean, like I know survival does more single target, but like that's like the only thing that like I was wasn't last in. So <laughs> you're telling me I am never gonna be top of the meters again because there's ads in every fucking fight. The only one I could is Shriekwing, right? Shriekwing, Shriekwing doesn't have the ads. He has circles. Uh, Hungering Destroyer, I think, has um, mobs around him. That's bullshit. That's my favorite single target fight. And now it's not. It's stupid. You think you yeah. guys have it bad? They just turned off my AoE abilities. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Aaron, they did that to me, too. Like, this is okay. So, this is one thing that happened, like, on the first day when the Raiders release released. All of a sudden, like, when if you went into Faded, like, certain classes, their abilities just didn't work. So, like, Aaron's, like, Fire Mage mastery didn't work. Yeah, which, if for anyone who doesn't play Fire Mage, the whole thing is when you set someone on fire, they have a dot that goes on them, and then that ticks to other people. That is, dare I say, one of the most important things. It's like if, like, a Warrior's Rage stopped working. Yeah, or if a Beast Mastery Hunter's Beast Cleave stopped working, that's like our only like defined AOE, but like outside of Wild Spirits, if you're a Night Fae, uh, they broke Pharaoh's best 
legendary. <laughs> it just didn't work. Um, what's it called? Fuck. Frenzy Band. Frenzy Band. Wow. Frenzy Band. Why does Immune gotta tell you? You said well, it's 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 best, a new one. Best. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like the best legendary ever. We all use it. Oh, uh, what's it called? My, my legendaries are Unity. Apex and Drought. Those are the three I used to shuffle shuffle through before this new one rolled in the town and kept them all by itself. <laughs> the the shutdown on Ignite made me think at Raid, Gandolin was, he private messaged me. He was like, are you going to stay fire? And I said, yeah. And he goes, oh, Ignite wasn't working. Mm, what do you think I should do? Switch to Arcane or Ice? And I said, I do not know. He goes, which one are you going? And I said, I have to stay fire because I actually do not know how to play anything else. Wait, 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 wait. When did he message you this? The first night? Did this he, was he... this was the second night before oh. we walked into uh, Sire Denathrius. He was grilling me about like, Yo, well, what are you going to do to to you know compensate for the mastery loss? And I was just like, Bud, I will be the bottom of the thing because I do not know how to play anything else. That's great. I love that he was then, asking for advice. And then, and and then later, like, later he was like, wow, Mastery turned on. Your Ignite was doing damage. And I was just like, did it? Like, I don't have de- <laughs> I don't have details. I had just resigned myself to be Garbaccio. Wait, so you said that? You said that exactly? Or did you, or, or you're just like, nice? I, I think I was just like, epic. <laughs> That's all I said. <laughs> That's great. I love that. I didn't get any fun whispers. Actually, it's a lie. Me and Pablo were testing our, our legendaries on fucking Sun King Salvation. He was he was for me, and he was like, are you excited for this fight? And I was like, no. And he was like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck to use. <laughs> we were just talking about, that fight's awful. I hate that fight. Yeah, I thought it would be be better or like more enjoyable as a DPS because I hated it as a healer, just because it's like a healer fight, and there's tons of ads, and it's just annoying, and it takes forever. It was not any more enjoyable as a DPS, especially one that isn't known particularly for AoE. <laughs> I just gotta say, Sun King's Blessing, or Sun King's Fight, I have to formally apologize to Mitchell slash Adura slash Mitch. They came to help me out during a, like, stack on this and you or else you die phase. But I was... Doing my hot girl summer, I had bubblegum in my mouth, music in my ears. I was just like, okay, I'm going to leave and go turn into an ice block like I always do. But I forgot they weren't there when we used to do that. So Adura just died. And I was like, "Mm, sorry. You murdered him? Yeah, just straight up murdered. And even said as much in the chat, like, I died for you. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. (laughs) You're jamming over there to music. Because I feel like it's just known, like, we did that boss fight so many times. It's like, if it's on me, I can ice block it once. It's fine. You don't need to worry about me. I feel really good about the tuning of Castle Nathria, at least. It feels really easy. I think we could have easily cleared all of Heroic if we had more time. We killed five, six bosses in Heroic on the second night. I'm trying to think, like, maybe maybe the only problem we may have is Daddy D on Heroic and Stone Legion Generals if something is still, like, wonky with it, but I think it'd be smooth sailing. Or if Sludge Fist is actually a DPS check. I'm not sure, though, if it will be. It didn't feel like it on normal. We, well... Yeah, Sludge, uh... Sludge Fist is so weird. We managed to RNG the little multiplier guy to get, like, 41,000 extra stat on our second poll to the point that he died before he even broke all of the pillars. I didn't even notice it was like that. like <laughs> minutes, minutes before he was supposed to have. Damn. So that's that's great. And and I feel like the loot they're giving is so substantial. Heroic's dropping 291s. I got a weapon. I got pants. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, once we start getting all this collected, we're going to start smashing raids. And we're going to need all the gear we can get for Sylvanas, because that's the one that I'm worried about, <laughs> that 12-minute Bonanza Marathon. Man, I wonder what fucking uh, faded Aphix thing they're going to throw on her. Like, which one would be least annoying or, like, most enjoyable? Maybe the one that needs to be dispelled? Or, I don't know. No. Uh, the one that gives stats? I, I was thinking that one, but they'll make sure to really do it while you're on the run. Like, you're running through the rock bridge, 
and one of the little things goes into a hole and then you die. And it's like, I, I couldn't have stood there. It wasn't a hole. Ugh, don't say that. I, I I hope it's the ad one and it's just whatever. G- give her the shield ad or whatever the fuck it does. I, I don't know what, what it does. I don't know. I only know the circle swirls. Well, the shield one is interesting. It's probably like my favorite in the sense that I just find it interesting. There's like these three things that go flying around and they create a triangle around ads that put shields on them and you can only hit one of them. And then when you like burst down the one and when it's shield, when it dies, then it, everything in the circle. And I mean, in the triangle, I think like explodes for damage. So like we were ta- trying to time that right during Sun King until it just like oh, killed a bunch of the ads. When we were um, trying to time that yeah, right. Yeah, what? <laughs> I def I definitely just saw the thing we were designated to hit, and I was like, okay, I will go absolute ape shit on this thing. All of these mechanics just seem super anti melee. All all of them, like the the swirl the swirl soaking, the shield ad where I had to figure out which three of it is, and it, guess what? It's always the fucking farthest one from me, and whatever the fuck the other two are. I I'm glad that they're trivial enough that I can just ignore them and let our range handle it, because <laughs> that's what I've been doing, honestly. The last thing I got to say about Fated Nathria is I am so incredibly glad that on this first run through, I did get an upgraded Soul Igniter, the glitchiest trinket I have ever used. I can't wait to see what shenanigans await me with this stupid piece of shit. Oh, but then also, oh, first off, I'm happy for you to have your most beloved trinket ever again. I mean, I know how much you love this. Thank you. I'm so excited to pull things that are on floors below me. Because they coded the blast oh, to go below God. the terrain and above the terrain. If you were running a spires, you could pull all three angels at the end accidentally because it does go above you. Oh my God. I'm just trying to think, dude, if you use that in like Grim Rail or Iron Docks, you might just like pull like random shit from like far away to yep. us too. Yep. But also just like shout out to like the fourth host of the podcast, Jamonkey, for getting my favorite trinket. I have now dubbed it my personal bestie, the Tuft from Sun King. I just can't wait until I can get in there this week later on my priest to hopefully get one because I've been waiting. I've been waiting for this one. For for a, a little boy like me who does zero healing, just give me the TLDR. What does this thing do? So it's a trinket and it's on use. You use it on a target and then it puts a little like flame orb around them kind of like your your old friends except just one of them <laughs> i was about to say tears are rolling down my face please put it on me um and then what happens is that it kind of is like a guardian spirit like the like the wings that holy priests have where like it can absorb a, a death up to a certain percentage or just after a certain amount of time it just procs and then just like heals them so it's like a, a defense uh, like an external defensive and Ahoy got the splintered, splintered Ash of Alar, which is like the tank trinket where if you die, you resurrect. Normally, we have really shitty luck with this stuff, and a lot of us, a lot of people got the trinkets they wanted. I got weapons that I wanted. Uh, the amount of BOEs that dropped were absolutely astronomical, which Nathria always has kind of done this for us. But we got like, what, seven or eight BOEs across two days? Yeah. Yeah, and um, people were saying that they were selling for a lot because it's like the first week, which uh, always is the way that it is. So that's exciting. And oh, what else? Was, oh, yeah. So I was reading that. So like next week is we're, we're heading back. Wait, which one is next? Is it Selfulker? Uh Yes, it'll be. Or no, isn't next week uh, Sanctum of Domination? Yes. Okay. Sorry. I We're heading back to the Saudis. Ooh, I'm gonna have to pull that clip back up. I think yeah, I, I know, accidentally it's deleted rotation, it baby. from my downloads. <laughs> I'm excited to hear it again. But um, they were saying that like for hunters that are chasing eternally chasing the Sylvanas bow, which I never got, they supposedly are making it drop more frequently. So maybe they just did that for all things that people were chasing from these raids because we'll only be able to go after them like once every three weeks mm-hmm. at the beginning here so maybe they're buffing like the drop rate yeah so get your slime kitty normal rate in now get it get it while you can or you can't get it for th- two no, three weeks damn yeah if if you were holding off on doing nathria until listening to this episode haha too bad bozo you gotta wait two more well you, they have the weekend they have the weekend to do it you can do it. I believe in you. <laughs> that's very true. You have the rest of today, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That is, that's a couple days. You can sneak it in. I I believe in you. 
normal just feels so easy that I feel like it's going to be super, super easy to carry people through this. You know, you said you didn't want to be controversial, but I do want to be controversial. <laughs> I was kind of like annoyed with the people who were upset that it that, that they weren't going to give the slime cat as a reward for doing like the LFR version of these raids. I'm just like, I don't know. First off, them putting it on normal is accessible. Second off, like after having done it on normal with like our guild, it's easy. I'm sure pugs can even do this. And I I just don't, I just don't know. Like since when have like mount rewards ever really been tied to LFR in the first place? So like this is like them being accessible to the community. <laughs> I am really glad that our raid was able to clear it because yeah, that, that basically now I, can for sure say with 100% certainty that Pugs will be able to get this yes. mount really, really easy. Yes. Not only was it cleared with some people who are new, some people who are not as WoW skilled, and some people who are, like, their characters are literal children, like yours or Old Blazer. So there's less of a reason to fret and frown. I've seen a bunch of community people being like, hey... Come to my Discord. We'll get you it in one night. Some people even be very blunt where it's like, you don't need to be good. We'll corpse run you through it. So also, go out there, use your Twitter search bar, and you too can get your cat. I feel like they had to do this as well just to try to hold guilds together until Dragonflight. I mean, Jamunky graded on normal, and then the minute it hit heroic, she was like, I'm out of here. I got one, one out of three slime kitties. I'm, re- I'm good to go. Well, to be fair, her and the fifth post of the podcast, Suli, are moving. So that's why she had to dip a little early. Yeah, we'll see about was, that when about she's moving say. next week. And then the week after that. And then the week <laughs> after that. Well, she do have that dough, though. She can move every week. They are adventurous, those two. Big movers. <laughs> moving every day. I have a cousin that's moving into an apartment for one month. And the old soul in me was like, I couldn't do that. I feel like I would just get my stuff out of the boxes in one month. I still have things in the boxes, and we've lived here for like two years now. Yeah, boxes are bay. Speaking of boxes, I earned a bunch when I did some Mythic Plus this week. Just kidding. I have to get ready for the wedding. I can't do nothing extra. No box. But that was a really hot segue, because now we can talk about the new Mythic Plus season. And by that, I mean, you know, we have eight dungeons. Six of them are new to Mythic Plus. They aren't new, but, like, this is the first time that they've been Mythic Plus. And then two of them are Tazavesh, which is Gambit, and Streets. Yeah, they are going just as I thought they would. Uh, our first key that we did was Karazhan. Lower Karazhan, I believe. No, Upper Upper Karazhan was the first one. It was just as painful as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, now, and did they did they make models good? I'm really excited or is it like Wrath era models? What do you mean? Oh, what well, it's um it's Legion era models. Ah, uh, oh man. I know yeah, that's true. They did upgrade it then. I was really looking forward to like raging against very like six polygon models in well, you know, Lower Karazhan. Though? What's funny is that like if you go to Karazhan and um accidentally go into the lower uh portal which is the old raid then the um loading screen is like five pixels it's like a five pixel version of the new newer version of it that like is legion based if you go into the correct one for these dungeons so like it's the same but like you can actually tell what it is yeah it looks really fucking crinkly basically but i have really not enjoyed karazhan people are saying it's overtuned I don't know how true that is. I, it could just be Karazhan being Karazhan. It just feels so unforgiving again to have, like, if you die, you have to run through the entire fucking building. So it is overtuned for sure. Um, and we we know that because it's already been nerfed two or even three times since launch of this patch. So I assume they're going to be continuing to nerf it or adjust it because I don't know. Like... Okay, I will say, at least in Lower Karazhan, one of our main problems on our first run that we were like, we were so far over time that we didn't even get any rating for it, was that we were just lost a lot. Lower Karazhan is confusing. 
especially if you haven't run it before or haven't run it since Legion. Yeah, that is, that's the big thing that I'm thinking of. Like, even when we were getting our bone dragons and nothing could kill us, it'd be like, okay, turn left at the second staircase, go past Morose, go upside down, and, like, someone would get lost. You'd be like, where am I? And it's just like, it's, it would waste everyone's time for us to come and try and get you, log out, <laughs> we'll try again tomorrow. And it's even fucking worse when it's like a 15 or what are we doing? It was even like a 13 or, um, it was like a 12 actually. But, um, it's even worse when there's like, there's patrols that will constantly respawn the, the penny throwers people. And if you die and you have to do a run back and you're alone because you hit the button by accident, like a dummy, you just get fucking penny to death and you can't do anything about it. I died two times trying to sneak past it and then i said guys i can't kill this thing alone i'm gonna need some help so everybody killed themselves to come back and help and you know what happened the penny thrower walked past the point (laughs) where i had to get through so everyone died for nothing and it didn't even attack us it's so stupid i hate this place also something that they drastically need to fix in lower karazhan um, first off, I don't understand why she's even there. Like, what Mythic Plus have we been where there's a patrolling mob that respawns every single, like, Ooh, like constantly? no, that's not, <laughs> that hurts me. My stomach just clenched up thinking of a mob that comes back every time. That was the I one know. solace was everything you killed was permanent. Right, exactly. And then also, once you get to, like, the morose area... There are those rugs on the ground that hide the ground effects of other uh, spells and abilities underneath them, whether it be your own effects or the frontal cone of one of Moreau's pals in the boss fight. (laughs) So if you're standing on a rug, you will just get one shot if you aren't paying close enough attention. Also, that frontal cone that one shots you is the same color as literally everything else in the room. (laughs) You know, when they said that a lot of these old raids were not set for Mythic Plus and they'd have to do work, I never even thought of stuff like the topology of the environment. Like, not only were the fights not designed for Mythic Plus, like the raids themselves, the physical location, were not able... Just thinking of things where it's like, oh, sorry, couldn't see that spell effect. There was a bookcase or a rug in the way. There's so much of that. And also what's really funny is... uh, the portals to the dungeons they've added are so like unceremonious. They're just like standing in this random spot in Upper Oribos. They look like um, alpha testing portals that are just like, yeah, press this to go there. <laughs> like it's so bad looking. Also, um, well, they're they're just like mage portals to Gorgon, Karazan, and Mechagon, and they're by the Flight Master, but. I don't know if they fixed this already, but they do not appear unless you are within a certain draw distance of them. So I was running around trying to find them, but I didn't see them just because I wasn't close enough. <laughs> also, they're right next to the flight master. Didn't, didn't we have a distinctly unused corner of the Oribos clock that we could have put them in? Yeah, I think people were speculating that that was like maybe like how you got to wherever the raid was going to be for the scrapped Anduin one. I don't know why they didn't just use, like, that area for that. Like, it's all clumped around this flight master. Now it's not used because, obviously, they're not doing Shadowlands anymore. So put them over there so that, yeah, this guy doesn't have the heirloom salesman and these three things. I guess he's just really lonely, you know? He wants people to come talk to him, have more reasons to come visit him. What else did we run? We ran a 15 Grimrail Depot. It actually felt Ooh. pretty good. It actually felt... We didn't time it. We were only over by like two and a half minutes. And That's not what I've been hearing. I've been hearing every single method and limit and epic streamer being like, I hate every single voter who put this in here. Well, see, I agree. I do also hate the people that did this to us. <laughs> but Well, you can't <laughs> hate me. I didn't know what I was doing and I'm too cute. No, I can. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it is just a it's just a bad dungeon for Mythic Plus, I feel like. I just can't even like and we have affixes that aren't even that bad on it, but like I can't imagine like Sanguine or 
the cops or um <laughs> or storming or spiteful in these really narrow narrow hallways on this train like i just don't understand yeah they're really tight I don't know. I think we're just good at them because we were born in the Warlords, so we, we are one with the Warlords, you know? Yeah, we we do know how to get on a turret and shoot bullets, which I feel like a lot of the people coming back don't remember, especially because that was not a dungeon that was in time walking for a long time. It was very scary having to be the person that was leading that because I was like, okay, this all sounds right. But I'm not sure if that is right. Grenades on people, homing missiles on turret, and then the shrapnel is also for the people. But then you can hit the boss with it, I think. This is all me just guessing. I was calling it out. And I'm like, I think this is right, guys. We got this, right? Yeah, and it's funny that, like, I didn't realize this, but, like, the dudes that drop the the one that you have to fire at the turret are called boomers. Yeah, so Ahoy was like, yeah, all, all the boomers have the guns. And I'm like, <laughs> that's right, they do. <laughs> they come from a different time, a different world. And by that, I mean alternate universe Draenor. We also ran Iron Docks um, at like an 11 or a 12. How yeah, was it was, that? Yeah, it was at an 11. And I think it's going to go down as like the easiest one this season. Again, I think we just knew some of the, the tech like right before you get into like the giant stars like rolly things and run over everything you can like drag up like the big the big guys rybacks over over to them and like run them over with it too like run a bunch of ads into it and what's funny is that like all that counts as percentage for the trash so like we went from like 10 percent to 50 percent just by pressing these like stars and bowling over all of these enemies yeah, you almost have to wonder, do they set it up with the understanding that not everyone knows to use the iron stars? Because I feel like it would be really unfair if they were like, oh, you can go quick. You can just mow 40% down with iron stars. And you get a child who's like, I don't know what those are. But at the same time, is it too easy, it, like giving an extra five minutes to fight them and 99% of people are like, no, just launch the stars. I don't think that it is built in with a failsafe. I think if you misfire all the iron stars, you're going to have to kill a couple or a like lot of you're, mobs. You're, you're going you're going over time. Because usually, it, I think the, the little guys are pretty stagnant. I think just firing one will kill a little guy. But the big Gron, they can move out of the way of a star if you mistime it. Which, it's really hard to mistime it, but it's possible. And then you got to fight it. People are going to get yelled at for getting, Go out of the star! If you didn't know how to do it, don't shoot it! <laughs> it's, uh, it's what's it called, Davos Spear all over again. Where it's like, this really makes sense, but one out of five times you run it, someone will not understand the timing. Yeah, I mean, and with everyone coming back, I feel like people are going to be confused. Because... People who are coming back aren't seeing these dungeons on Heroic or Normal. The Normal and Heroic pool are still the Shadowlands dungeons. And then if you get to the Mythics and the Mythic Pluses, you're just kind of confused about why are we doing these ones now. And Heroic? Heroic dungeons are dropping 249 item level loot. So get your alts in there and screw up some free fucking gear. Shwoo! Yeah, uh, definitely a nice catch-up there. A little Even bit of mustard. mustard, too. Oh, hey, double mustard! You know, some might say that the, uh, um, the heroic raid is mustard. I really relish the opportunity to <laughs> go back and do some old content. Pickles. Onions. I, I'm not excited to run Mechagon. I think that's the one that I'm just like... I guess we can go back there. We were just there, right? I feel like I was just in Mechagon. I don't want to go back there. So what about it? Is it because like it'd be tough or just because it's boring? Because I'm thinking about, and granted, I have not done a lot of Mechagon. I'm thinking of the bosses, and none of them are particularly super difficult, other than maybe like Cujo. Um, I think the bosses are actually, actually easier. So there's the buffs all around the map that you can pick up, like little like robot guys and the robot guys scale with your haste and how much damage they deal to your targets 
with the new Aphex shrouded, which I forgot we talked about the new Aphex. Hate it. Very boring. Um, at the very beginning it? of the dungeon... G- g- give me a TLDR of it. At the very beginning of the dungeon, you, you can choose which stat you want to gain in. So, like, you know, crit, haste, master, reverse. And then all throughout the dungeon, there are infiltrators, which are they're just dreadlords who are disguised as regular mobs in the dungeon. And they'll pop out and spook you like a jump scare. And when you kill them, they'll give you a stack of whatever stat you choose. There's like several different types of these infiltrators that have different abilities. And one of them distinctly is named and is like a big boss, like a mini boss of of all the infiltrators. Is this sort of like in Torghast where it's like, it's just me, unassuming maw rat. And then you attack and it's like, ha ha, just kidding. I'm a demon man. Yep, exactly like that, except they disguise as, like, the mobs that are in whatever dungeon that you are running. Yeah, like, the big one is super annoying, and they've already had to nerf it a few times. It, like, has this ability where it puts a shield on itself they have to break, and if you don't break it in time, it's channeling this, like, blood drain thing that heals itself. And the shield was too strong at the beginning of the season that if you didn't have enough burst damage, you just could not kill it. I went in the first dungeon on my shaman, which meant we didn't have the burst damage to kill it. (laughs) Bludgeon's a great lady. She ain't got nothing right now. Oh, well, not now she does. She's she's been working overtime. She's 255, sims for 12k DPS. That's pretty good. That's pretty good single target. Doth she dare, for the first time since 2018, enter the honkometer? She's well. See, I have to get practicing on range classes. I have to because if I don't start now, oh, no. If I don't she's start just, now, she's just a rebound. She's a oh, bounce yeah. back chick. All she is is practice for your next one. She's the closest I can get to a drag fear. I I put um on the big male horns from Mythic Trial of Valor, and I put on the dragon wings. <laughs> so it's like I'm already playing an evoker. I'm casting fire. I'm casting lightning. It's great. I simply can't believe you've done this. Everyone has a... She's not like she's getting played at all, okay? She should be happy to be even seeing a raid. (laughs) That was me (laughs) for so long. (laughs) It's scary. I don't like like ranged. And, like, the minute I got on my druid, I was like, I guess I'm playing this for the Mythic Plus season because I, A, know how to do it, and, B, he's already fucking... He's so geared. And I'm just getting more gear. Like, I think my druid was, like, literally finished. There was nothing else I could have gained on him. And now I'm just like, well, I gotta click all this new loot for him before I pick anybody else up. I also just want to say, like, um, an underrated part of a new season, at least for me, is that, like, I actually really enjoy the process of, like, gearing my character and feeling stronger and, like, having, like higher dps again and i feel like (laughs) i was like maxed out on like my my hunter there at the end of the season and now i'm like getting like a drop here or there and i'm like ooh, what is this and also like some of this gear i'm like i completely forgot about this gear like those fucking mechagon rings that are like if this happens then this happens shit they have the if then computer statement trinkets back well, the ones well, I'm it's just the rings. Are, are rings where it's like if you like the ones that apparently are now like bis for BM Hunter are the ones like if you hit a an enemy from behind, gain forty five or whatever haste for X amount of time. I miss the the funny trinket that used to have punch cards. I feel like I did not use it nearly enough in BFA. Like, baby, come back. You can blame it all on me. I want that thing back. Is that trinket in? It can't be, right? Because you got that. You got the no, trinket. you got that. You got that in like a story mission. Like, Erasmin was like, here's a funny little trinket. And then you could get the punch cards from stuff. But the trinket itself was like, you're gifted it once. Yeah. And then you would get punch cards from like literally breathing on Mechagon. Oh, man. Are you guys excited for the ADI? Adi? Uh, I didn't know she was back in town. No, the Aaron Dungeon Invitational. At your wedding, aren't you going to have like a 5v5 LAN set up so we can like do dungeons with your family and stuff and see who gets the mean, best time? I mean, honestly, I am. It's going to be all the greats on one team. We got Immunization, Slide Whistle, Tire, Ugg, Rokuma. On the other team, we have 
I think Caitlin's brother played in college once. We have the Torin that Adam last name made on a oh free trial boy. for one weekend. Um, and we got Sweaty Gumbo. She jumped ship. She's going to be on the other team. And I heard that we are going to have a special raid boss version appearance of your mother cosplaying as Laura. <laughs> That's very true. She has <laughs> been working on she's she contracted that person who keeps dressing up like Sylvanas every other weekend, which I get it. If I had a very good Sylvanas outfit, I too would wear it just all the time. And she got all of her fancy glowing purple uh <laughs> like Naru parts. Laura will be back in town for one weekend only. Dude, I can't wait to fight your mom at your wedding. Let it be known, someone the other night at Raid did say the phrase Seat of the Triumvirate, and I got like a halfy. I got a quartery chub, and I was like, Seat of the Triumvirate, and then they were just like, what a shit stain. I hope we don't go back there. And I was like, oh. The next time they have a public vote, we need to like stack the vote in its favor or something. I will not be doing that. <laughs> we need to pull a Russia 2016 and blast Skyreach and Seed of the Triumvirate to the Mythic Plus position. And then they'll just shut the game down because it's like, clearly this there was a hack. This could not have happened. Shut it down. This doesn't make any sense. You know what? You know what is wet and wild and we have have not even talked about it until 43 minutes and 42 seconds into the show. What? Uh, we're all in the alpha. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so so we, we all got alpha access thanks to a sweet connection in Warcraft Radio, or what's it called now? Bonus Roll Production. hate the name. Yeah. Warcraft Radio rebranded to Bonus Roll.gg is the website. That's where you leave us reviews now. It's really weird. It's also, like, unmoderated. I feel like, you, like there's not connected to your account anymore, so you can leave reviews willy-nilly. That's a whole different story. Um, we got we uh, All got the reviews came in two weeks ago, so we're going to read them off again and take shots. Oh, That's God. how we get bonus glory without needing to do anything additional. Thanks, uh, bonusroll.gg system. Yeah, thanks, Athel's got us alpha access. Um, I haven't done much in it yet. I mean, I feel like the minute that it came up, uh, the patch hit for us. I did yeah. spend so much of my time creating a drag theater, and it took me like it was like an hour and a half of just mixing and matching colors and trying to figure out the best jewelry and armor. It's so fucking dope. It was too long. They have so much stuff, and I'm so mad because I made Shen Ronald, and I made him the perfect what I want him to look like. And then I immediately went back and I was like, I want him to look different. Just the making of the Drakthir, like lizard person took so long that when it came to the human, the visage form, I said, I don't even fucking care. I'm, <laughs> I'm not putting any more time to this. I want to play this game, please. You know what? It legitimately reminds me of how long it took for me to create my character in monster hunter which as you guys have pointed out was more time than i actually spent playing monster hunter which is true but I, that's just like how many customization options like these drakthir and their visages have and i'm like i really do hope that they eventually like go back and add a whole lot for the other races but it is really cool that they've done it this in depth I mean, you don't have to go in and change every little detail, but I will be doing so. You give me the option, I'm going to do it. And one thing that I feel like, I don't know if it's been communicated weirdly or if I just missed the memo, but you don't wear transmogable clothes in your evoker dragon form. You have a set list of like armor and like adornments and jewelry and cuffs and sh things you can add to your body, but it works like a like a druid animal form. It wear no clothes, even to the point that your weapon will not show up. And I don't know if you have an offhand and a one-handed weapon. If maybe it'll be different. But when I was playing and I had a staff, Shen Ronald put it into his wings. So it's like, wow. Yeah, literally, what you see when you log in, when you make your character, is all your Drakthir will ever be. And 
I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, I guess we're lucky that the armor that they give you to put on your dragon form is cool. Like, I think it legitimately looks good, and Mm -hmm. you can customize it pretty in-depth, but... Yeah, I mean, I wish that we could actually put Maga on the on the forum. This now, also has, has anyone has anyone tried with a visage form? Has anyone gotten far enough to turn into their visage form? No, so that's the thing. I keep bouncing around, and then I was also on my druid, uh, messing around with uh, the talent tree. Oh my god, it's so intimidating! But before I get to that, I want I want to go back to the direct theory. So I haven't tried it, but people have been speculating that the direct theory are going to be able to be other classes eventually do you guys remember that they were like you know they're gonna learn to be mages or learn to be warriors or whatever maybe How- did did blizzard leadership no, say this no, or this just not online official. people um, well it, it, it's like, it, it's it was like hinted at almost the way ian worded it was like maybe soon they'll be able to learn from denizens of azeroth and pick up new classes I mean, purely speculation on my part as well, but I could totally see them doing it in like a 10.2 patch or something like that. And they'll just be like, well, the Drakthir have been exposed to the rest of Azeroth and their forms of combat enough that they can now pick up a sword. Okay, but then how is that going to work if they if they don't use weapons, right? Everything is sheathed. They have dragon animations with their claws. Will you only be able to be like a mage or a warrior in your visage form? Would it be like no, a reverse worgen? I think, I think you can be everything. I think, unfortunately, everything's going to disappear into your scaly flesh folds when you're not using it. So, like, you'll just look like you, and let's say you're a tank paladin. You enter a fight, all of a sudden you pull from behind your back like a cartoon character, a big hammer and a shield. I don't think it'll look good, but it should be an option that they're given. I'm just trying to think how that would and, look. And then also and then also you will not you'll only be able to use dragon armor, because I don't think they'll put in the work to model the armor to them. So you will be playing different classes in functionality only. It's so interesting. Yeah, I kind of agree with Aaron that I feel like if they do go down that road, they would just add just the visuals of the weapons for those classes that need it. So, like, probably just the melee ones. I am holding out that I think, here's my take, if they do this, you'll be able to use your visage form, either whether it be by choice, you can choose to activate one, or forced upon you. Because why not, right? If, if the dragon can hold the sword, why can't the visage form hold the sword? At that point, it doesn't matter if you're a dragon or not anymore. If you're not using dragon abilities. That mechanically would make sense, but it'd be so funny to me if it was like, it's me, Scale Bones. I want to be a mage. And it's like, well, Scale Bones, if you make this choice, you can only ever be a little twink. What? I, I, I can shoot flames, though, as a fire... Nope. As a fire mage, you can only be a thin, pasty boy. That's what Chromie does. Same thing, right? Why can't I live and laugh like Chromie do? That's, That's true. true. And then, like, just turn into a dragon when you wish to soar across the skies. Which, did you guys see that they nerfed the, the speed of that already? Yeah, which, the very little bit I played of Shen Ronald, I was like, yeah, this is going to need a nerf. That said, I remember being like, they can soar whenever they want to. When you soar and you land... You are not doing that for 10 actual minutes. Have you done dragon riding yet at all? No, I have. Shen Ronald has yet to leave the thing. Uh, anyone who's played the alpha, <laughs> all my epic alpha gamers out there will know. I did the part where you choke on fart gas and you save all your friends in the big fart cavern. And then that's when I stopped. Yeah, I haven't made it. Like I said, I've only been doing, like, testing. And then, like, I was in Stormwind. It's like, is anything different in Stormwind? Anything, any any secrets going on here that I should know about? So I've just really squandered my time with it, trying to find secrets I shouldn't be finding. So I guess, listeners, if there's anything you want us to check on in Alpha, let us know and we'll go and test it. We'll we'll see, like, if if there's anything different (laughs) in that spot. We're not going to be on the Dragon Isles, like, actively doing up-to-date mechanics. If you want us to just check on goofball shit, we're willing. Like, even in the chat, someone's like, 
can you see if Dagrin Thrasian's an adult yet? He's not. He's still a baby. Hmm. It could be coming. The 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 talent trees though. My fucking god. So I open up like my spec thing, and and even changing your spec is completely different. And thank God. I think the old changer spec screen was dated. Obviously, a lot of WoW is dated, and I feel like a lot of the changes that they have made are actually modernizing it. The UI is getting overhauled, and it's slight, but it's still being overhauled. Yeah, so like what? The, the changer spec one looks kind of like how you guys remember at the beginning of Shadowlands when you're deciding your covenant. It kind of looks like that, right? Mm-hmm. And the big thing is it features epic, cool illustrations of what you'll do, which is much better than like a vague symbol and a text wall. Yeah, a symbol that I'm like, what the fuck does a symbol even mean? Like, why is this attached to it? Um, but the talent trees, so I filled them all out on my feral druid, and I'm like, I don't. Like, oh, I didn't have them all yet, right? Because you get them all at max level. I don't think they could give me enough talent points still with max level to feel fulfilled. I feel like I'm missing out on something no matter which way I build my tree. You know what's funny? Like, I believe since you've done that, they've moved a few things around on the feral one. Oh, good. Because there was a lot of it was kind of weird. It was like, you need to take all of these Moonkin spells that you're never going to use just so you can have the ability to regrowth yourself. And I'm like, I need to have that way higher than what it is, bud. Move that up. Oh, kind of unrelated, but I just wanted to say something about what we said or surmised last week about legendaries in Season 4, changing topic a little bit. They cannot be upgraded. So eventually in Season 4, our 291 legendaries will be our lowest eye-level items. Ooh. That's good. You know, I I like it when legendaries get humbled like that. You used to be the top of the cream. Now you're the bottom of the barrel, bud. Sorry. <laughs> it instead of us taking them and using like in a narrative sense, using their energies to put into the sword or us expelling all the energies to get us to the next level, all of our legendaries just become redundant and we leave them in a ditch. You should have given me more stat, and I would have held on to you a little bit longer. It's it, The only unfortunate thing is I do wish I could have had a third or fourth version of what souls end up. Soul cinders, soul ash, they left an empty space in my heart. Soul flickers, soul Man, flames. I don't want to hear the word soul again for a long time after this. You know, I think they really should have just, like... They should have uh, reskinned Grimrail Depot to the Soul Train. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Come on aboard. It's the Soul Train. <laughs> soul Train. It's not too late. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're, acti- they're actively making changes. Just, just shoot Steve an email real quick. It's like, I actually think it should be the Soul Train. He's like, that's fine. No one remembers Grimrail Depot. Put big afros and shaded lighting on all the stuff. It's the soul train now. You know, like, when Spiteful comes around, it will be the soul train, right? It basically, it'd be a ghost train. That's a hair on himself for you. Ooh, that was a music transition in the editing booth. <laughs> hey, the barbershop's gonna be free in Dragonflight. It's bringing it back. Hey, that's epic. Um, Let's make teamogging free too no they can't they can't they can't do that why because it's a void elf racial where they get 25 percent less spending shut the fuck up is that really that's real that's real yeah they spend i think it's only one fourth funny what is their reasoning that's literally yeah i can't even think in the the non-existent void elf lore that there is is it literally just because they used to look like one people and now they look like a different people? So it's like, well, they're really good at looking different. I'm, I'm finding the racial right now. I, I remember reading it and being like, okay, well, that kind of makes sense, I guess. You know, I think it's just the fact that, like, they were one of the newer races or allied races. So they're like, well, we have to meet our quota of 15 racial abilities. So we're just going to throw mm. this one on there. Okay, I found it. It does, again, once again, it makes sense. It's called Ethereal Connection. Reduces the cost of Boo. void storage. Boo. Void storage is actually pretty big. And transmogrification by 50%. 
It's it's in their lore that they just know the ethereals on like a a buddy buddy basis. Well, yeah, they, this shit's gonna be cheap, my well, brother. They're they're in with one of the leaders, you know, Locust Walker, and Locust Walker's like, all my for being a part of my crew, all crew gets half off on clothes changes and boy storage. You you can say the e word. I've given you the e word pass. <laughs> Ethereal. But, you know, I think that this racial should turn off if you use the Yak transmog, because Grumbles aren't ethereals, unless Grumbles know something I don't fucking know. Listen, <laughs> they have a secret. That's some 12.0 shit right there. <laughs> You're not allowed to connect the puzzle pieces yet. I was trying to think of Grumble lines, and I just couldn't think of any. Lucky, lucky do. Yeah, they do say the same two or three things every time I use them, but... You know what? I'm too big a boy. I'm too epic. I don't listen to them anymore. I really need to go back and listen to my good friends. But also, uh, circling way, way, way back, that's epic. I'm glad that the changing cosmetic aspect is free, even if it was nearly free to begin with. Which is important for the drag theory being introduced. They probably were like, you know, these fuckers are going to miss something on our literal, like, 50 <laughs> pages of customizations that they will want to change later. 45, 45 minutes later, they'll realize they have rock chin instead of, like, serpent chin. <laughs> and they're going to need to, we're going to rake in the money with that one. Now it's time for top two bottom boot. Medium boot. I will start off with a big honking bottom boot. There's so boot. much to have been done this week. Why is it a boot? Oh, let me tell you why it's a fucking boot. It's because this bitch bludgeon dragging me through this process once again of shuffling around all of my resources from many characters into another character. I had to go to to, no, not Corthia, sorry, Zareth Mortis. I had to talk to the Quartermaster. I had to spend my Cosmic Flux to buy Soul Ash and Soul Cinders, because I'm not running Torghast anymore for Legendaries, right? So I bought three boxes of Soul Ash and Soul Cinders. I had to take these three boxes and take them to fucking Corthia and talk to Bonesmith Hymir and be like, here, here are these fucking boxes. Can you take these? She's like, yes, but at a loss. Here's here's an item to send to your alt. I send that item to my alt. There's no good streamlined way to do this. It's just constantly logging in, logging out, using Katie Stamp Whistle on both characters, not having a mailbox in the Rune Carver's Ubelette. Why can't the Rune Carver make a goddamn mailbox in there? I, I, I constantly was forgetting an item, and I had to log off, log back into my other character, send that the same process. It took me like two hours to get her fully set up with her legendaries and everything. So I guess this is just a good reminder to everyone that if you are going to be creating legendary as on alts, like double, triple, quadruple check your calculation calculations on exactly how much of all of these you need before sending them over. It's a lot because she also didn't have any legendary powers. And I'm, I'm about to go fucking kill like all these things to get it. So I was buying like the, the Corthia item that you spend with, I think it's Soul Cinders mm -hmm. to try to like get all the powers. The very last power I got was the one I needed. Why can't I just pick the power I want and exchange it for Soul Lash at this point or Soul Cinders? They, there's so many like gates that have to be lifted by this point. That it's absurd. I dread the day my, my friend Hacky started playing again. I dread the day when he asks me how to get his character set up. I'm going to be like, okay, sit down. Here's a seminar on where to fucking go for all this shit. The noob lord himself hath returned. And he's going to be in for a whirlwind of a day when he has to do all that fucking sorting around. Just, just put them all by the flight master in Oribos. He has enough people hanging out with him. Add three more vendors that do the same fucking thing that Hymir does. Move the root carver. Now I have to ask, I did zero preparation for when I was on my Ellie Shaman. What is the legendary we're supposed to be using? Um, are you for Mythic Plus it is Great the one that ends in Sundering. A great Sundering? Echoes of Great Sundering. Is it, is, is it the one where you have to do 
one of each type of spell, and then you get a bonus? Uh, no, it's not that one. Is well, that the one you sorry, made? Sorry, Randleman. You don't get played very often, but that's your one legendary other than Unity. So make it work. Ellie Shaman has actually has a very large do not craft list. <laughs> and I mean, like, there's like eight or nine legendaries on there that say do well, not craft. Well, Randleman, you probably won't get played until the halcyon days of Shadowlands. So make do with that one for now. Hang in there, Randleman. We're coming for you soon. Uh, what about you, Immune? Top two, bottom boot, medium boot. Well, I have a... Uh, I'm going to call it a top two. Toot. Toot, toot. And it will be the fact that... Okay, so Upper Karazhan, it's awful. I wanted to name this a medium move, but like I'm overall going to call it a top two. Because while both Karazhan dungeons were really awful overall, um, and Upper Karazhan wasn't easy... But I just wanted to say that the final boss of Upper Karazan, we kind of did crush it. We only we killed it in two in like two attempts and on tyrannical. And I just remember how we spent like hours, I believe, on that last boss back in Le- the Legion days. So I was just proud of us for like actually getting it done, and I did not cry. So I'm going to call it a top toot. Yeah, you you, you stayed alive. You, because you, you did it. You stayed alive. Because before, I think you kept dying to something. Something kept killing you that you couldn't avoid or something. Oh, those the balls? It was the balls that kept getting you. Well, because now I see why. I don't even think I used Voodoo or any kind of healing add-on back in the day. That was probably main, mainly the problem. So, like, I feel like once we figured out that, like, yeah, you know, I stagger the disposal of those balls and we position, position each other in properly to dodge them i also just got better at dodging things since then so like I, I don't know i felt like it went a lot better this time around hell yeah but aaron what's your ttbbmm well i have myself a top two and it's composed of a number of tops multiple top twos multiple tops yes you know it's it wouldn't work in a homosexual relationship but it works here so, I gotta say, one, season four, that's coming, that's great. Two, I got my Soul Igniter back, that's even better, I'm super excited for that. Three, I got Alpha, that's pretty epic, but most importantly, four, my man Vanderlyle just gave the <laughs> the live journal a plus one, a heart. Uh, my top toot is shout out to Vanderlyle for always coming back. And leaving a heart in the live journal posts, it's nice to be appreciated every two to three months when I show up there. Thank you, sir. I, I feel like um, Vanderlyle occasionally and then Slide Whistle occasionally will drop a like in there. I occasionally, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't have an account tied to it, so I just read them. I mean, like, I was like, I guess I could technically log in through Facebook or something, but I'm like, that's too much work. I'll just read it. Thank you to all of the few people who come and do that. It's been fucking two years since I started this goof. I'm not there a bunch, but I'm glad someone's reading it. I also like how that's just a testament to this podcast in general. It's been X years since we started some kind of associated goof where now this podcast is just like a collection of goofs that we've done for so long that we can't stop anymore. <laughs> so if anyone has a LinkedIn review, send it in to do not relent pod at gmail.com. And we must give thanks to our lovely patrons we're talking about command sergeant major tijerla fourth host of the podcast you monkey ahoy vince aka nathanos killed himself to see sylvanas and she won't even pick up the phone and sync slash drag race azarin mitch who wants to know why they gotta be green crucifix cardike saracen hawk joe DiGiorno dorno gershom the grill master hoax asking Gralina to say for the horde and Will, a.k.a. Tire, Trade Chat's Fallen Father. We are out of here. Thank you to our lovely patrons. If you guys have any comments, questions, complaints, send us an email at donotrelentpod at gmail.com. Email me at navarracoffin at gmail.com. Join our Discord at donotrelent.com. That's right. That's our website. We own it. It takes you right to Discord. 
What about you guys? Where you at? You can find me, Alex, or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex. You can follow our podcast Instagram on the gram at Do Not Relent. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at TheBigAcheesy on Twitter.com. Read the show's literary musings, which I did mention earlier, at DoNotRelent.LiveJournal.com. And come catch me on Twitch.tv slash AaronDNR. I'll be playing video games after the wedding so you're not going to see me for like two weeks sorry oh yeah the next episode might, might be weird we're going to record early because we're all going to be at this wedding <laughs> but it'll be fine it'll be one next week yeah if, if if you try and catch me on any news that comes out uh next weekend sorry bud i have much more important things to do Blech. i can't leave a comment on live why is this in russian the live journal is in russia look 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 they think i'm a spy he also Cancel. just coughed on me. I didn't cough on you. You you got in front of... This is my area. Maybe you should move your arm out of my area. The theme is actively playing. The music is blaring. Oh, yeah. See you guys next week. And remember... <coughs> Another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC Network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish. Yeah, this is the first time in a while I'll be really... Oh, God, no! Oh, Jesus! The first time in a while I'll be real gone. <laughs>